I'm Selena Sage, and Live Free is for our collective liberation. Namaste and welcome to Satsang Saturday. This is the day when I answer your spiritually based questions and I'm so thankful and appreciative for anytime you you reach out to share a question because it really causes me to reflect and dig deep and want to provide a response that will hopefully inspire you to reflect as well. And so today I'm especially honored to have a question from my youngest sister, Iris. I'm the oldest of three girls. And since they've known me their entire lives, and I've known them their entire lives, that puts a different spin on things. <laughs> and in fact, Iris is a, is such a huge supporter of this show, which I greatly appreciate. And I gave her the opportunity to be anonymous if she wanted, but she said no, straight out. And so I just want to thank you my beautiful doll for for taking the time to put this together and I know how wise you are and I don't know if this question is for you in particular or just a general question but I um I treated it as one to really reflect on and her question is how do you overcome when you realize you made a mistake how do you overcome when you realize you made a mistake And I feel that this question on the surface could be seen as very simple, but I'd like to do what I always do with these questions and kind of break it down and give some thoughts that I have about the different pieces. So she asks, you know, how do you overcome? And to me, overcome means return to peace. And to realize means to have an awareness and she says when you you made a mistake so when you make something that's an an action and this you have this feeling of doership of ownership and a mistake is something that we perceive as a wrong action or perhaps that action did not achieve the desired result so then we look to that action as a mistake So just within that expanded definition, I think there's a a lot to work with. So overcoming, I really believe, is the key to all of the spiritual discussions we have. Even Jesus himself said he overcame the world. So what does that mean, to overcome the world? It means to come to a, a realization of your your truest self yourself as the spirit that the world is manifesting from and this this level of awareness you know allows you to return to peace because peace is actually your true nature and so when when we think about doership i think that this is where human nature really gets, you know, we we get into a mode of suffering because we take everything that happens as something we're personally responsible for. And while this is, you know, on a phenomenal level, can be seen as true, 
from a spiritual level, you know, to realize and to have this awareness of our true self, there's a recognition that there is a higher power at work. And so the Holy Scriptures, you know, that I, for example, when I read the Kino Upanishad last Saturday, the Brahman, you know, the Supreme, came back to really teach a lesson to the saints who claimed victory for their actions. And, you know, Brahman reminded them that this victory was because of Brahman. And so I'd like to use an analogy of a flower. Like, does a flower that's growing decide how many petals it will have? We never know how things will turn out. So if we get hung up on what we perceive as being a mistake, we're assuming that we have an understanding of the full picture It can only come from the Supreme. So there's, there's first, when I, when I think of this question, I think that there's, there's a shift of perception that has to happen. And this realization that you've mentioned about having the mistake, it's, it's really to realize who is realizing or what is realizing that what, what is perceived as a mistake. So it's, it's like when I talk about watching your mind, you know, you, you're feeling, let's say you're feeling this, whatever feeling that you have from a mistake, maybe you're feeling guilt. What is perceiving that guilt that's happening in your body? We can say it's the mind, right? The mind is, is observing this, like, you know, this heat rising in your chest, but what is seeing the thoughts of the mind, that's connecting that feeling to a perceived action. This is the observer consciousness that we have to shift the level of our consciousness to a space where we're observing all that's going on, not really placing ourselves in the, in the shoes of the, of the doer, but of the observer. And in that observation, everything just fades away. We have this tension and this stress in our body because we are identifying that, let's say, that feeling of guilt in our body and then that is perceived by our minds and it's causing us great anxiety. You cannot really overcome that unless you recognize your true position. When you see the bigger picture, and I'll give another way of looking at this, you know, if you, if you see, for example, that a decision that you made in the past seemed like a mistake, but it led you to meet this person who ended up helping you in some unexpected way, <laughs> and then your life took a different turn, would you really think that that action was a mistake? We don't know how things are going to turn out. We just have this feeling, this assumption, we're conditioned to believe that if we make all the right moves, we'll have a bright future. But this is not the way that life works. You know, if we believe in a higher power, even if we don't necessarily believe ourselves to be that higher power, just believing in that higher power helps us to know that all of these things that are happening are happening for 
a reason that we don't fully understand at the moment of its happening. So if you waste energy, and I will say waste, if you waste energy on distress about a perceived mistake, and you live in that anxiety or that guilt or whatever that feeling is, then you are actually missing the big picture. You're taking that situation to be more important than the potential reality of what that moment can mean. You're placing the low above the high and you're getting yourself entangled in this identification with an action that you can no longer control. You know, what's done is done. And if you see that that action will take you into the space you're meant to go, you can release yourself from that anxiety. Know that no matter what path you take, you know, all paths lead back to yourself. And this self is what we talk about as this observer. So this is, this is a, you know, it's a simple question, but it has so much depth to it. You know, we overcome these situations in life only through recognizing what we truly are. Because as long as we're attached and identified with the body and the mind, everything will be a constant turmoil. Because the mind is going to create new thoughts. There's no stopping it. But if we can watch those thoughts dispassionately without attaching our energy to it and making them real, if we can just see thoughts and feelings and emotions like clouds passing in the sky and just watch them, then we're overcoming what those things are trying to do to us, you know, trying to pull us back into this limited space of the human experience instead of recognizing ourselves as the sky or as the ocean where these waves are rising from. So the realization, this awareness has to, has to be at a higher level where we don't stay in that limited space and punish ourselves as the doer of everything. We have to recognize that everything is happening for reasons that we cannot fathom. And when we recognize what we truly are, we see this all as a play. And, and, it's, and we, we know what we truly are as the source of it all too. And then it completely shifts the perspective of everything that's happening. And this right and wrong, good and bad, good and evil just vanishes too. But this is what the masters, you know, encourage us to really focus on that one question, who am I? You know, as long as that question leads us to our body or our mind or some characteristic that we feel about our body, mind, person, we're not there. As long as we're entangled with our thoughts, if we're not able to watch our thoughts and see them dispassionately or watch them fade away, we're still being attached to those thoughts. When we can recognize the unreality of all of these things, that's actually when we're overcoming them. 
As long as we take them to be real, we're caught in their clutches and we suffer. And a simple perceived mistake can cause, you know, disease and angst and, and lots of stress in this body form. But a mere observation of this perceived wrong action in our mind immediately silences it. We watch that thought in our mind, it just goes away. Or at the very least, it doesn't touch us. We have distance from it. And that's because we are not truly the body. The body is a vehicle, a vessel for what we truly are. And when we recognize that, everything that happens to our body and mind does not affect what we truly are. And this is the this is the leap that I know even for myself, it took me some time because we are so identified and conditioned with thinking of ourselves from this limited perspective of body-mind. But there's something in you that has always been there despite your growth and your changes. It's that life force, that spirit, that infinite self that is always what you are. We just cover it with our limited perception of what we are in this body form, which is just a mode of experience. And when we take ourselves to be the body, everything that happens, we take personally. And we live in the state of of stress and unease because we're constantly feeling that we are the doer and that we have to do more. But when we release that attachment to the body-mind and just allow things to flow, things just naturally happen. Everything just flows from this space. You know, when I talk about creating my books, it's not that I like had this, you know, all these ideas in my mind that I was putting on paper. No, I cleared my mind and then these things were just flowing through it. Or maybe I was just working at a space that was not actually flowing through the mind because the mind is the, is the mechanism of, of just having thoughts. So I would have been judging and you know, correcting myself instead of just allowing this inspiration to flow. When you allow your life to flow without constantly having thoughts and feelings and emotions about it, or at the very least that you're able to like observe those thoughts, feelings, and emotions dispassionately. You just have peace. You overcome. It's your position that has to be adjusted. Because when you're feeling that anxiety and that stress, know for sure that you're being identified with your person. But when you have peace for no reason, oftentimes you're not identified with anything. You know, when you have the joy of seeing a loved one that you haven't seen in ages, you don't have any thoughts in your mind. You just have joy in your heart. You're just, you're, you're just present. You know, some masters call this, you know, being in the now, being in the present, where you're not encumbered by 
the mind that's like constantly trying to create thoughts around it. You just feel that joy. You just feel that love. The same is true when you're able to look at a perceived mistake and just observe it and just have an awareness of what is seeing that perception. You're just immediately in peace. You're free from the entanglement that that assessment of a perceived mistake can have in your, in your mind as these new thoughts. And you, and you have these questions. If I would have done this differently, maybe it would have had a different result. Maybe I wouldn't be in this position. All of that stuff will cause you more stress. If you just stay in the moment, then no matter what you are dealing with, you know, you can come to a place of peace. So I, I think, you know, this, this question has a lot to it. How do you overcome when you realize you made a mistake? You know, the, the way that I would, I would place this question back to you is, you know, again, is what is realizing this situation as a mistake? What were those expectations or desired results that weren't met? Who or what was creating those? Do you feel within yourself that if you had made a different decision, there would have been a different outcome? In the long run, you know, beyond just the moment? Because again, we don't know how all of the dots are going to connect into the future. And when you, when you ask most people, I would say, you know, masters or sages or, or so-called gurus, would they change anything about their past? Most of them, I think, would probably tell you no, because they know that all of those different situations that happened prepared them for the moment of their ultimate awakening. You know, Sri Ramana, when he was 16, had the feeling that he was dying. But that is what made him look to see what was actually not dying. And that is how he discovered his true self as independent and separate from the body form. Would he have wanted to take back that moment of near death? Probably not, because it made him free. So we just have to, I think, shift our perception and recognize that, you know, truly, there are no mistakes. You know, we are led back to ourselves. And it's our perception of that mistake that gives us a clue. What is perceiving this mistake? And that is what allows us to overcome and return to peace, which is only in recognition of what we truly are. And this happens through watching ourselves as that observer, watching our thoughts, watching what's happening in the body form that immediately gives you perspective and recognition that you're actually beyond the body, even though you're within, you know, yourself is what you are, but it's, it's both beyond and within. And then you are able to recognize the bigger play. And then you can laugh because you thought that 
this thing was so serious. It's like if I ask you about a mistake that you made when you were three years old, would you remember? Probably not, (laughs) you know? But if you spent six years thinking about that mistake, you're going to be in a, a state of stress for those six years from just that perception. So again, just look to see what is having an awareness of the mistake and question yourself as the doer. Question the amount of control a flower has when it's growing. How the wind might blow and, you know, scatter seeds to another place when new flowers grow. Was that wind blowing a mistake? Just for your consideration. And as always, you know, peace is, peace is the goal. Freedom is the goal. And when we are identified with what we truly are, we're identified with our true nature, which is peace. And that is what I always wish for you. And definitely you, my love, Iris. (laughs) Thank you so much for this amazing question. I went way longer than I expected. (laughs) But I hope I gave you some things to think about. And and I just, you know, I appreciate the opportunity to give me some things to reflect on as well. It's the beauty of of a question, you know. Eventually it dissolves the questioner and brings us back to ourselves, to what we truly are. And that's what this question did for me. So many thanks. I love you. And I thank you all for being here. Namaste.